Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to an all-new AutoLine Daily. I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist, filling in for John while he's in China. In the second half of the show, I'll share my thoughts on the pricing for the Cadillac ELR. But now, the news. According to Russian media, Bo Anderson, the president and CEO of Gaz, is leaving the company to become president of Autovaz, which is Russia's largest car maker and also part of Nissan Renault. Before leaving for Russia, Bo was the former vice president of purchasing at GM. AutoLine interviewed Anderson earlier this year at the Detroit Auto Show, and if you'd like to check that out, just click the link in today's show notes. General Motors announced it will sell a bi-fuel version of the Chevy Impala that can run on gasoline or compressed natural gas. The model will be available to retail and fleet customers starting next year as a 2015 model. The bi-fuel Impala will have a range of up to 500 miles. Currently, the Honda Civic is the only passenger car sold in the U.S. that can run on CNG. For the past several years, Chrysler has created a special one-off, moparized version of one of its vehicles in its lineup. And now we know what the new one will be based on. The company just released this teaser of the new Mopar 14 car, and as you can see, it's the rear end of the Challenger. Chrysler didn't give out any more details, but we'll know more when it officially debuts at next month's SEMA show in Las Vegas. And speaking of Sin City, you can now rent Harleys there from Enterprise when you make a visit. It's the first motorcycle rental program among the major rental car companies. Enterprise will have seven different Harleys for customers to choose from by the end of November. All that's required is a valid motorcycle license, and Enterprise will even provide a free helmet, which is required by Nevada state law. For those of you jonesing for your daily dose of Johnny Mac, this is your lucky day. He filed this report on the Chinese auto industry from behind the Great Wall earlier today. Here at the Global Automotive Forum in Wuhan, China, the talk is about the next phase of the Chinese automotive industry. For the last 10 years or so, Chinese automakers have been focused primarily on simply building more cars and trucks. But now they know they've got to do more than that. Now they're saying they've got to focus more on improving their quality, building their brand image, and relying less on their foreign partners. One of the things that they want to use their growing cloud for is expanding into overseas markets, but they're worried that they're going to face protectionism, and with good reason, because China has one of the most protectionist policies in the world. But you know what? That's a very delicate topic. We're learning more about what's really going on inside meetings and at the lunch table, not in front of the big sessions with a big audience around. But we are learning things, and we'll have more to report on in tomorrow's show. John wraps up his trip to China tomorrow, leading a panel discussion at the GAF on new energy vehicles. He'll be back in the good old USA and hosting daily next week. Safe travels, John. And unfortunately, we have a very sad piece of news to report today. Detroit News auto critic and fellow colleague Doug Guthrie passed away yesterday in his home, apparently of natural causes. He was 60 years old. Doug has appeared on Autoline shows in the past, including in After Hours in July, and correspondent Sean McElroy also spent some time with him on two events recently. He was a great guy, very passionate about his work, 
but still very easy to talk to and he will be truly missed. We would like to send our condolences to his family. Coming up next, a look at the pricing strategy for the new Cadillac ELR. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. With the announcement that the new Cadillac ELR plug-in electric luxury coupe will be priced at $75,995, $68,495 minus the federal tax credit of $7,500 when it hits showrooms around the first of the year, it's clear GM's luxury division is trying yet again to establish Cadillac as the most valuable player in the luxury space. Cadillac has been on an endless quest for legitimacy, but it's a fight that they may never win and it will, at the very least, take years to see any concrete results. Not a couple of quarters or a couple of model years from now, but a couple of decades. The price point for the ELR is a damned if you do, damned if you don't proposition for Cadillac. If the ELR were to be priced too low, it wouldn't be perceived as being special enough or worthy of an image-elevated Cadillac. But if the ELR is priced too high, then the naysayers in Consumerville will either deem it as not being ready for prime time, a glorified Volt, or even worse, ignore it altogether. Will dropping a bright, shiny new luxury plug-in electric on the touchy-feely enclaves in this country finally help Cadillac climb out of its perpetual state of almost good enough for prime time, but never quite good enough? Probably not. Cadillac's brand image is still barely registering on American consumers' radar screens. So to expect the ELR to be anything more than an interesting sidebar in the green intelligentsia conversation is asking too much and expecting too much. But Cadillac has to go into the breach once more with the ELR because being part of the conversation, albeit a very small part, is better than not being in the conversation at all. And that's the high-octane truth for this week. And before I go, make sure you tune into tonight's AutoLine After Hours. I'll be joined by Scott Burgess from Motor Trend, Todd Lassa of Automobile, and the one and only Jim Hall of 2953 Analytics. So tune in tonight at 6 p.m. for some of the best insider discussion in the auto industry. But that's it for today's show. I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the auto extremist. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you tonight.